Are there aspects to your day that you feel as if you're just, well, checking the box? Do you ever strive to reach out of your comfort zone, become uncomfortable, and level up? Privileged to be your host, this is Jason Wabek. Now, let's uncheck the box. Another great day to everybody out there. Once again, my name is Jason Wabek, host of the Uncheck the Box podcast. And today we continue our journey in discovery on how to be the best versions of ourselves that we can be. And 5 a.m., are you crazy? You mean getting up at 5 a.m.? What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I, I use this title really as just an example I don't really mean 5 a.m. necessarily, but how how can we wake up a little bit early than we maybe naturally wake up to, right? Our intention is to get up a little bit early. Maybe that's 6 o'clock to you. Maybe it's 7 o'clock to you. Maybe it's 4 o'clock to you. I don't know. I used 5 a.m. because that's what I have built into my morning. And to a lot of people that I talk to on a daily basis, they say, are you crazy? So apparently 5 a.m. is in the, the crazy zone, apparently. So, but yes, today is, is how can we become a morning person, if you will? It's uh, something I hear quite often. I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person. Well, if you're not a morning person, then I guess you're not. If you want to be a morning person... You can be a morning person. So again, today we're going to talk about things that we can implement into our morning. And quite frankly, a little bit of a secret, our evening before, um, that'll help us become a morning person. Before we look at implementation, we have to realize, my friends, that we have to discover a why. Okay, why do we want to get up a little bit early? You know, we have to have a purpose because if we don't have a purpose, we're not going to do it. There's no need to do it. There's no drive. So, for example, you know, my why, you know, I've become a pretty active person and with my busy schedule, my mornings work out perfect for me as far as getting in my aerobic exercise, right? There's other reasons that have actually, you know, really transformed my life that waking up at 5 a.m., you know, have added some benefit, which I'll share in this podcast. But my main drive heading into this thing about a year ago, a little over a year ago, was I've got to get on a pretty routine exercise program if I want to get into the best shape of my life. So that was my drive. That was my why. You know, I used to wake up when the sun came up and, you know, it was great for the summer months, but it was horrible for the winter months. I mean, absolutely horrendous, right? You know, where we barely saw any any sunlight. Um, so waking up early in the summertime was great, waking up with the sun. And I've really, I you know, it was the last summer that I really came to enjoy my mornings. Um, but I, you know, I, I can't remember how long it actually took me you know, it was really last summer that really embedded how important mornings were to me and how much I really enjoyed them. And I really worked on a couple things. So then by the, this winter, this entire winter, I've pretty much been on a wake up at about 5, 5.30-ish type of, um, type of uh, range. 
I don't have to actually hold myself accountable to an actual 5 o'clock or 5.15, 5.30 because when I start my day is plenty time thereafter. Whether I wake up at 5, 5.30, um, I can still fit in everything that I need to accomplish. So really, ask yourself two questions. What will I gain by waking up a little bit early and what will I lose? Do the benefits outweigh the sacrifices? Okay, more on this a little bit later, but that's really the question. You know, whichever way wins out, you know, who knows, maybe you are more of an evening person, right? Um, But there are definitely some benefits, and we're going to wrap up with, again, we're going to wrap up with some of the benefits as to why I personally feel that that morning time can really be a great boost to your day. Okay, so now we've made the decision, we're going to go ahead and we are going to um, push ourselves to get up an extra half hour, an extra hour early. Again, the actual time is really up to you and your schedule, your work schedule, things like that. So now that you've made the decision, what are ways that we can, or should I say, what are good practices that we can implement into our morning to help retrain our routines, our our habits. So first off, get a good alarm. You're not going to need this forever, but to start out to help you in your training process, it'll be really good to get an alarm. You know, some say put it across the room. I've never really done that, but I guess that can be a thing. My method actually was I I have an Apple watch, you know, um, kind of a little bit of an Apple nut. And so what I would do is I would set my alarm to where my watch would vibrate. And this way, um, you know, I would be able to get up. My wife, who's not really a morning person, um, she enjoys her sleep, which much respect to that, okay? That's her thing. Um, I didn't want to then um, prematurely wake her up, obviously, right? So that, that Apple Watch and vibrating on my wrist actually really did work for me. But now my body is trained. So when we get down to scheduling, especially when we talk about sleep, you're going to find, and some of you probably already know this, that your body will then find itself a new routine. It'll become a pattern to where you'll just wake up at that certain type of hour, assuming you go to bed at the same time. So again, we're going to get to that. But it's more than just setting an alarm, okay? Let's look at a couple other things. The night before, my friends, a good practice will be no liquids an hour to two hours before bed. You know, my friends, and that does include alcohol and caffeine, you know, certain stimulants like that that will um, really affect your sleep. We'll get to that. Planning your morning, we talked about it a couple few episodes ago, but planning your morning will actually be a really good thing because then you will uh, then have that purpose and you will then have that drive to get up. So if you have your plan for the morning, here's the time that I'm going to set in silence. This is the time I'm going to put aside for meditation, for journaling, um, for planning my whatever, for writing, you know, creativity, things like that. And then here's my time for my workout. So have that plan for the morning. So this way it backs up your your, um, purpose. My friends, making it a habit. Now, this is easier said than done, and this is going to take some time, okay? But our bodies are used to routine. So make one that works for you, okay? It will become normal after a while. It's going to be uncomfortable to start, but like we always say, something that becomes uncomfortable after a little bit will become comfortable. 
even my friends, if you push yourself, even if it's just 10 minutes early, starting tomorrow, 10 minutes earlier than yesterday, Okay, that's a start, and that will help you. So we don't need to all of a sudden go rogue and do two hours you know, earlier than you're used to, but do it in little increments. Over time, you'll find that you'll be able to implement this type of um, process in your morning. Like I shared with you, you know, I, I transitioned to become more of a morning person over the last little bit. You know, I started with having my goal to be 6 o'clock. You know, and I typically was up with the sun, especially in the summer months, where six o'clock was probably right around when that sun was coming up. But, you know, I really worked hard. I said, if I could get up at five, that would be ideal. So over the winter, really focused on that five, five, five. I'm good at five. I don't need to get up any earlier, at least at this point in my life, any earlier than that to get everything accomplished that I want to. But my friends, it wasn't easy to start. Got it to six, pushed it to five. I'm telling you, it can be done if you've got your why defined. If you need a cheat morning, give that to yourself, okay, my friends? I mean, I'll give you an example. Last night, you know, we went to bed at 11 o'clock, and I normally am am in bed by 10 o'clock. Went to bed at 11 watching a movie, and then naturally I got up at 6, okay? So my body was used to that set hours is really what it, you know, shakes out to be. You know, and got up a little bit later than normal only because I went to bed a little bit later than normal. So it was the weekend, and um, I obviously gave myself a, um, um, a pass on that. Another thing to implement, settle any unresolved issues before you go to bed. Your sleep will thank you for that. You know, decluttering your brain, writing down all the things that are floating around up there and things you have to accomplish the next day, and then plan tomorrow so then when you wake up, everything is set, primed, ready to go for you, and you don't have to put any thought into what you're going to be doing. Which brings us to this next section of get enough quality sleep, okay? Quantity is important, but quality is equally, maybe if not more important than quantity. But speaking of quantity, we'll get we'll get that out of the way. You know, grown adults need about seven to nine hours. As I shared with you, I'm kind of in that um, about seven hour type of range. You know, to start, maybe you push for eight hours, right? Because going less sleep isn't always going to be the way to do that. You know, again, it's this is a transition here. So start with eight. Maybe work it down to seven, but again, anything under seven is not doing you any good. So seven to nine, maybe start with eight, work it to seven, you should be good. As I said to you, I get to bed around 10 o'clock. Um, if it's any later, I tend to maybe wake up a little bit later, and I got that half-hour buffer zone. So, you know, 10, 10, 30, and I'm usually pretty much wiped out for the day anyway. So um, that's perfect time for me. What I was finding is, is that, um, you know, at 10 o'clock at night, I was, you know, behind the TV and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Watching, you know, I'm a sucker for a rerun of, of uh, Seinfeld or the 11 o'clock news, okay? All really good stuff. But, you know, my friends, if I want to wake up a little bit early tomorrow, as I said at the start of the podcast... I do have to sacrifice some time the night before. So 
you know, to gain something, I have to give something up. Because going to bed at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, and waking up at 5, mathematically, it's just not going to work. It's not going to be a way to level up your next day. Just getting less sleep is not going to work. So what are you, what you going to do? You're going to obviously make sure you get to bed by 10 o'clock so you can wake up the next morning refreshed. So again, what I found was giving up maybe the watching the 11 o'clock news and I, I get my news through social media outlets and maybe DVRing a, a Seinfeld rerun every now and then. I can get to that on some personal time. I was totally good with that. Now let's talk about quality of sleep. Generally, good sleep, okay, is or should I say quality of sleep is defined by the following characteristics. You fall asleep soon after getting into bed. Traditionally, it's about 20-30 minutes-ish, okay? You typically sleep straight through the night, waking up no more than once a night. You're able to sleep the recommended amount of time for your age group. Again, grown adults, about seven to nine hours. If you do wake up, you fall back to sleep within about 20 minutes. And then lastly, you feel rested, restored, and energized upon waking up the next morning. Okay? So that is a general sense of what quality sleep is. Now, some reasons for poor quality of sleep are the following. Electronics at bedtime, that will not be a great way to start your quality of sleep. We've talked about that in previous episodes, but a lot of that blue light and some of the things that we immerse ourselves in, social media, various different things kind of keep our minds racing and will affect our quality of sleep. Alcohol and caffeine, I mentioned it just a few minutes ago. Okay, moderation is key, but alcohol is a sedative. It'll make you feel sleepy, okay, but it will hijack the quality of your sleep, hence the the dreaded hangover, okay? Even if you've had maybe a couple, and even within moderation, sometimes we wake up the next morning not feeling completely on point, right? Because it has that ability, again, it, it takes away from the quality of our sleep. So just be very careful. Alcohol, caffeine, definitely try to adhere to that one to two, maybe closer to the two hours prior to falling asleep. Stress and anxiety will affect our quality. So we talked about it. Decluttering can help. Also things like yoga, meditation, and as I already mentioned, planning the next day can also assist in boosting our wind-down period the night before to help us sleep better. And then also, there's a series of chronic health conditions that might be affecting your sleep. As always, when things like this do come up, it's best to seek the help of a medical professional. My friends, you have the rest of your life to wake up early, Okay. Now is the time, again, for transition. Start out small, work your way up, and I promise you, you will definitely see some benefits. So what benefits might we be able to enjoy at 5 a.m. in the morning, right? Well, I'll tell you, one of the biggest things I have noticed personally, like I said, it's been a game changer for me, okay, is that your prefrontal cortex part of your brain is the most active right after waking up, making it optimal for creativity. 
I've noticed when I'm planning certain different training events and different topics, okay, that um, topics and content come much quicker to me in the morning than any other time of the day. And it's a huge win. A few hours of solitude um, with my most creative self are huge. That part of the brain also helps us in decision-making. It's directly linked to the storage of information. If we're having a mental block at night, we find clarity in the morning. That has happened to me. It's all because that prefrontal cortex has a restart, if you will, a new lease on life when you wake up early in the morning with, a, again, a great night of quality sleep. Waking up before everybody else is so empowering, my friends. I don't know about you, but I really truly feel that way. Is that, you know, if you want different results, what are you going to do differently? We may have heard that saying before. But I feel empowered that when I'm waking up and a lot of the world is still sleeping, right? And I'm getting a jump start to my day, okay? That I feel like I'm starting out on the right foot and I'm getting so much more accomplished. Not to mention, okay, accomplishing things. You know, we've talked also about how important it is to accomplish things first thing in the morning so we can start our our day with affirming the fact that we are going to own our day. And when you own your morning, you have a greater chance of owning the rest of your day because you're starting it out on that right foot. And then the last benefit I'll speak of is not limited to these. There's plenty more, but we're running out of time today, okay? You will then officially have the time for physical exercise. Now, it's important that we get some sort of physical exercise in our day, whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening. But if I can share with you what I have found, exercise in the morning is a great boost to my day. Because I get that rush of hormones, those feel-good hormones that kick my day off just with that, that, that boost that I need. And I actually crave now every single day. And it really, again, goes to really finishing off my morning in a way that not really anything else can than physical exercise. My friends, we talked about a lot of information today. Hopefully you took some notes You know, waking up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 4 a.m., whatever hour you decide can have a lot of great benefits. We can really tap into our creativity. We can really, quite frankly, just sit in silence for five minutes. Don't underestimate the power of that, okay? Bring clarity to our life to be mindful, to be grateful for the things that not only we enjoyed yesterday, but the things that are going to come our way today. My friends, we come to an end for today. As always, I appreciate you. Grateful for this platform. My challenge for the week, try getting up a little bit early. Spend some time in quiet. Being mindful. Being grateful. Let those creative juices flow. I promise you, my friends, it's a game changer. It will affect your life in the most positive way. Have a great rest of your day, an even better week, and we will see you next time.